boys and girls, welcome to the Talk Nuffle podcast, live from the London Grand Tournament uh, 2019. Uh, I've got a special guest on with me today, Mark Hampson, the ex-DBL Commissioner. How are you, Mark? Hello. Very well. Thank you for coming on. No worries. You're looking like a rabbit in headlines. Oh my God, we're recording. Oh, we're we're recording. (laughs) I'm a pro. not a pro. Am I a pro? I'm not a pro. I'm an amateur. Amateur. But yeah, we've, I've quite enjoyed the LCT so far. It's been great. We've been uh, sorting it out. We've got 12 players and they 14 players. Um, but we, need, we, we, start, hit, but we hit the minimum 12 you need for a nasty tournament. Just to get them our team. I mean, all the guys are here have been great. But I think that we've been, uh, like Tom's been, hampered by the World yeah. Cup. Yeah. A few other things. But uh, it's a great venue. Yeah, actually, um, I, mean, I was going to say, so last year I know um, I actually ran the Age of Sigma, but uh, the Blood Bowlers, I think, had about 40 or 50 guys last year, and they just said that it was just a terrible time. They were, like, spread out amongst those of 40k players, which you never yeah, want. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, in general, the, the event wasn't that well run in terms of, like, it took most people's time to get in, and, like, there was lots, lots and lots of issues. Uh, and this year, um, and so a lot of people chose to vote with their feet and didn't come back, which is yeah. absolutely fair enough. Um, yeah. And even me as a tournament organizer, I was like, I want to, you know, I'll come back and give it another go, see how it is. But it was almost like an audition for me, so I wanted to see how the event was and check how how it's run before. Because you didn't, you didn't do it last year, did you? Not Blood Bowl, I did. Not Blood Bowl, did Age of Sigma. So, yeah. so, um, so this is my first Blood Bowl, and I'm actually really impressed. So we've got a nice little corner here, uh, twelve guys having a great time. Yeah. And, um, the food's not been brilliant, but there's cheap booze, really easily accessible. The toilets yeah. are all fine. It's nice and airy as well. Oh, the venue's incredible. I mean, I never went to, I've never been to, I've been to Olympic Park, but I've not been to the conference centre or whatever it is that's there. But from what I heard, it was just a bit of a nightmare, but this is just great. I mean, you know, it doesn't get much better than this, I don't think, for a large-scale event. Um, just a shame we can get more Blood Bowlers here, really. Blood Bowl! Blood Bowl? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we will next year. I think all the guys who come will take it back to the clubs, hopefully. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah. yeah, hopefully next year people will vote with their feet. And the World Cup has, has made a big... Um, a bit of an impact. Well, oh, yes, we should talk about Phil because he's not here. What's he up to? Filthy Phil. He's painting. Phil. He's painting. painting. Painting, painting, halflings. Painting for the World Cup. He is. He's getting a bit threaded with uh, the year of the fling now. I think he's like. Yeah. I think I, think I just, you know, when he's, he said he was going to do it, I was like, mate, I enjoy playing stunty teams. Everyone knows I take them to events yeah. and they're great fun. But doing a whole year of one stunty team as well, I just, yeah. you know. I wouldn't say the Hero least, levels the least fun of the three, I think they are. Well, especially since when he committed to doing it, it was the old halflings. Yeah, So they true. didn't even have the positionals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to paint this beautiful team, and I imagine it will be one of the best at the World Cup by, by a margin. And he's never going to use it again. <laughs> They're going to go in the shelf. He's never going to touch it. I know. He's yeah, so dirty he, wood elves. He's at home painting. Is he? Yeah, so he's going for wood elves, apparently. But, we'll then, but then, we'll, but then, what he'll do is he'll say, "Right, I'm going to play Wood Elves next year," and then he'll spend a year painting them, get bored of them whilst he's painting them, and then use them at one event actually painted. Bored of always winning. Like he should have spent this year painting halflings and not playing them, ready to play them next year. I think. Yeah. So I think I think next year he should pick a team that he'll paint over six months, but like not play them at all. Just paint, paint the fucking things. He might he might correct us, but I think he's actually getting a Wood Elf team commissioned. Do. I think he is, so um, you'll have to check it out next time he's on. I think that's what he told me, so he may just be... He probably told me on the last podcast, so the listeners, the one listener, well, our one listener is actually here playing Blood Bowl at the moment, oh. so I don't know, so, so he might be able to get a word in Edgeways. I can't believe it. James, James, James and also James is playing Halflings, 
at the LGT. Yes. So we've got quite a mix of teams actually. There's not many duplicates. We've got. We did have three underworld teams when you were using yours. Earlier. All using Glar. All using Glar, but now we've gone down to two. So the most common team is underworld. Underworld. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing actually. So of 14 players, there's there were three duplications and then 11 other teams on the 26, which is actually which is, is that right? Yeah, I think that is. Yeah, right. I think it is. Because you had two orcs, but now Nick's sadly had to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been all right. So what, who's in the first place at the moment? Um, I don't know. Should we check on the old spreadsheet? I believe it was Purple oh, Chest. Oh, Purple Chest. Yeah, Purple Chest is in of the Fumble podcast. Yep. Yep. So he's a first one member, but hot on his heels are both Gritta and Aztec of the ECBBL. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it, I, I mean, it's still two games to go. I think it's, it's all, it could all change. All to play for. So this is there. We're in game five at the moment. Maybe we could do a little update at the end. Yeah. To see who won it. Yeah, because um, we, we'll, we'll stretch this out for the round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can. We've got two hours of doing nothing, so <laughs> it's a perfect opportunity to record. Um, cool. But yeah. yeah. What would you do? Would you do the same thing next year? What, the LGT? The LGT. I was actually, again? yeah, I literally just like had a quick word with Zach on a WhatsApp there because um, I went to, like, I'm going to... Uh, store the LGT pitches for the next year and use them at some other mm -hmm. events because it'll be good advertising for the event yeah. as well and they are really super nice pitches yeah they're beautiful Neo 3 um, yeah. I don't know if he sells them I don't know but um, no, we're storing them yeah. but the the, the only year. downside is they are they are literally 2 to a 6x4 because they are absolutely enormous um, but because yes. they're 32 mil scale aren't they so they are big yeah and they've got because they've got dugouts and stuff on either side of the pitch as well so um but it's fine. I think they'll be perfect for um, the new Magic Madhouse, which they, they're changing their name. Do you know that? Changing their name to Rule Zero. Because... Uh, and it the, used to be called before. Cause it didn't used to be called Magic Madhouse. It, called it was uh, called um, EXP. EXP. So that, the story behind it was, was like EXP used to run it. And then it got it got called Magic Madhouse. I think it was Magic Madhouse was like an offshoot of EXP. Mm. And then EXP decided to basically close the store and say, like, it's not making the money or whatever. Now just a pub, isn't it? Um, and then Gav and Tim essentially... Had a, had a little deal with them and sort of bought the rights to Magic Madhouse to say, look, well, we want to keep Magic Madhouse open. So they kept the name, like, kept the location, the experience fine with that. Um, but now they're moving to their brand new digs. They thought, time for name change. And so Rule Zero, the idea of Rule Zero is, um, is they've got like zero rules apart from Rule Zero, which is don't be a cunt. <laughs> Essentially, that is their rule. Don't be a dickhead. It's a great rule. Um, so, yeah. That's the idea behind Rule Zero. But um, I'm looking forward to going and check yeah. the venue out. It's I guess that, that whole area has been redeveloped. And actually, when we were there for the PKQs, it kind of felt like it's only a matter of time, <laughs> until, so, yeah. only a matter of time until that building's getting knocked down <laughs> and they're building something new. And I think that that's what's happening. So. But crucially, it's moving. So at the moment, it's like slightly annoyingly far from Hackney Week train station. It's on the canal. It's sort of like 10, 12 minutes walk. And they're moving five minutes closer to Hackney Week station. Oh, so cool. It'll be really accessible cool. for, for people coming to play. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so the plan is, is to take, basically store the pitches there, and so any, you know, all the talk nuffle events, probably the balls cut, things like that, we'll, we'll use the LGT pitches and be a bit of a, be yeah, like the LGT sponsoring, yeah. <laughs> sponsoring the events and stuff, I think it's great, I think it'll be good. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, let's see if you can Yeah, I think so. So yeah, like I said, um, I was going down a rabbit hole, wasn't I? Um, I'm thinking more potentially a one-dayer than a two-dayer because I think uh, the London Blood Bowl scene, because the location, annoyingly, it's not it's not easily accessible for Londoners. So no. coming for a two-dayer, giving up your weekend to a lot of traveling, uh, I think yeah. has put people off. So I think if we do it as a one-dayer, where you've just got to come out for the Saturday, mm. you'll get more people wanting to come on the Saturday, and then the sort of specialist games like Death Bowl 7, stuff like that, rather than trying to cram it in at the same time as the 
thing will allow everyone to play in both if they want to and do it on the Sunday. So then people who do want to do it can, yeah. and people who don't don't have to. And it's not, yeah, a lot of tournaments in London are just a one day, or really. I mean, what, you've got the PKQ? Yeah. That's, I think that's it. All the Bromleys are in the day, and it seems to seems to lead, lend its lend its way that to that. It just seems to be better to just do I, it all in one. I think there's potential to go two days, but I'd rather build the brand of the LGT first, yeah. get a good crew who want to come, and then go right. Let's like two three years down the line expand to two days and start trying to attract people outside London and things like that. I think I, I think I made more sense. I'll, I'll have a beer with Zach over the next couple of months and like have a think about. Where totally to go for next year? Because this is the thing about the LGT. Like, I'll, we'll literally have to do the pack in about about two months for next year because he'll want to start doing tickets in yeah. the new year. So yeah, for sure. The turnaround time is. And this venue, if you can stick with this venue, it will help out massively as well because everybody knows where it is. When you've got used to going here once, it isn't that bad to get here. It's just a bit fiddly. There's no real direct train, uh, no tube necessarily. I think I. But it's not I, I think bad. I've nailed down Tottenham and a six-pound cab is. Yeah. If, yeah, it's not awful. If you're down with, you know, three or four of you meeting up, it's a couple of quid each going cab, I think is actually the way to And we were talking about this actually with the Age of Sigma guys, is um, people were moaning about it, and they're only moaning because London is seen as this great hub of transport, which it is. But if you go to an Age of Sigma event in, like, Stockport or, you know, uh, Nottingham <laughs> and stuff, you'll be getting cabs fucking everywhere. Like, nowhere, yeah, you yeah. can't, nowhere's accessible. So this yeah. is... This is much better than Stockport. It's like a 25-minute cab journey. To we, were lucky the, we were lucky with the UKTC. We weren't too far, and we could walk to the university. Um, but I imagine if you were staying anywhere else in York, you've got to drive or cab it. Want to get boozy like we do? <laughs> yeah, you got to do the cab. you got to do that. So, yeah, I'm thinking a one-day four-gamer. So, like, you know, we'll have a, a solid whole day here, and then we can all head back into town and do beers and all sort of thing. And I think that'll work. But yeah, we've got to thrash it out and have a think about it and change the pack as well, because this... The LGT pack was genuinely the first pack I've ever written because it was after the, I literally wrote this Super Bowl I kept the same as the years before from Jay like I tweaked a couple of things slightly and then Borat Bowl was like the first pack I'm happy with that I wrote the LGT I, I, I kind of read it like <laughs> last a couple of weeks ago I was like shit the LGT's coming out what did I put in the pack again I was like these are these things are mental it's like I think I put Kemri as tier two or something like just crazy <laughs> shit like that. I don't I don't even know why. Like I've done some of these things, so I'll have to uh, rejig the pack. Rejig it. Awesome. I quite like the twelve hundred TV. TV. That's um, one. I was building a I built a sort of reserve list. So I was on reserves, wafers, the, the goblins. It's fun. You do a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, you get more things than Extra you would normally stars. get. Yeah, because this is twelve hundred TV, and you can have stars in your eleven. So actually, even like. Right, this would be this would be the event you can bring the Swift Twins to. Or yeah, like that. and actually, no one's taken advantage, but um, I've I've allowed uh, Golden Era star players at this event. It says on the back, so Jeremiah Cool could have come. We could have had. You could have fit him in. <laughs> we could have had Captain Colander, mm. and we haven't, which is very disappointing. Upsetting. Yeah, very very upsetting. upsetting. All right. So, LGT's been fun. Yeah, definitely. There's a few things that can improve, yeah. but um, in general, it's been a million times better the next year, and I've had a great time. Right, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about Brett's. Brett's. Brett, Brett, Brett. Listen, baby. Right, we're back. Mark and I have just been uh, chin wagging about um, GW changes to Blood Bowl teams and things like that. So I thought we'd uh, start recording again because we were just like chatting shit. Chatting. I feel like you guys want to listen to the shit. <laughs> uh, we can only hope. Well, we're talking about, um, you know, 
the minor tweaks that GW are making to, to the teams, like mm. the halflings in particular. Um, it looks like lizards are going to get some sort of catchery skink or something. Mm. But what other changes they might do? But we're saying halflings like miles better, aren't they, for the two new positionals? It definitely makes. Cause it always felt like goblins were the best team in the Stantis. It almost feels like they're on par or better. Do you think that though? I think, particularly over in a tournament, I think ogres are the ones that are always odds yeah. on to get sunny walls. Because with the ogres, if they don't roll boneheads, then they just beat the shit out of you. So <laughs> essentially, six guys or five guys with mighty blow um, just cause havoc. Um, they're almost not a stunted team no. in some regards if they don't roll well with bone heads they're, they're fine but a lot of people try to get stuck into the ogres and then they should, they should just be killing I mean in um, in uh, Calgary when I went to play an event um, we uh, an ogre guy won the event out of 36 players wow um, and it was that the pack was like heavily geared like I think he could take like two block ogres because he had two doubles and so it was geared, geared well and he had like enough skills that it was good and, and again he just didn't roll boneheads and it was, it was a weird event though I remember because I took um, the human zug build and yeah. on on day two so three games in uh, there were four all four human teams were on the top two tables mm. it was like human off human off so I was playing a griff guy and then there were two other zug builds I think playing off it was, it was good fun it was a good fun event and then that was where I got the idea of the um, so I won, my, won that game in the end and ended up on the top table for the yeah. game five and um was playing an underworld morgue build, so clearly in Canada they just do shit different. Yeah, because <laughs> that was it. That was it. I was like, shit, I've got to take this morgue guy in a, in a, in a, in a team. It's got to be done. And he had basically the build I ended up taking to Burley's where I met all you guys. Yeah, like, yeah. It was like morgue, morgue yeah. And I think theirs was a twelve hundred yeah. uh, TV. Um, Maybe it does help ogres out because they can get a star yeah. and they can have a lot of ogres. Well, scrap scrap is new, isn't it? Scrapper newish, or has he been around um, for a while? He's been like, around for a while. I just didn't really sort of know he existed. Yeah, so. you can just lob a pogo. Why not? Yeah, definitely been around for a while. Because okay. Ollie's used him for sometimes before uh, with the ogre and out. He uses him quite well. Um, I don't know. In terms of positionals, though, ogres would probably be a team you'd think would get okay, a few uh, more. What do you think they could do, though? Because too much and you're going to break it, aren't you? Yeah, well, that's the issue I think they've probably got, is they can't push it too far because then the team changes too much and it could be quite upsetting to the NAF. For me, rage! I don't care. <laughs> NAF rage! I think it's awesome. <laughs> but I can understand how people have been playing it for 10 plus years and be a little bit like, whoa, 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 hang on a minute. There. I think that the halfling's got a little bit of backlash, even though they're halflings. I don't think anyone was really that upset about it. I think people will be upset about lizards. Because lizards are like a top tier team already. Yeah. So if you're going to give them, because I'm a, i am I mean, I mean, you can almost say what it's, it looks like some sort of chameleon catcher, doesn't it? So it's mm. probably going to be like a skink with catch. Yeah. Potentially. Or diving or, catch. Or maybe. Diving catch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some, something like that. Um, yeah. It might be two skills because like that's what the halflings seem to get a couple of skills each. So mm. it might, mm. might be that. Um, but it may only be. Might be armor six. <laughs> yeah. For example. Looks very small. Yeah. So it could be it could be an armor six. But that thing, an armor six, move eight, diving catch, skink would be fucking nails. It'd yeah. Be awesome. Even even with the armor six. So the skinks are already, you play them, you're like, yeah. fuck's sake, they're so fast, yeah. damn slippery little lizards. So let's assume that they are bringing out additional positional for lizardmen. That's effectively a team that used to, have, well, it has three, so it's got the Crocodile, the skinks, sorts. They've obviously added new, new positionals to a team which only had two the trees and the half in hopefuls, whatever they're called. 
So if you think about that, the Ogres probably, with only two positionals, are in line for something. Either a variation of an Ogre or variation of Snotlings. A super Snotling. <laughs> They're not even Snotlings, they're Noblars now, aren't they? Oh uh, yeah, well, run, are they Runts. Noblars, Runts. Who knows what they are. But yeah, basically Snotlings. But again, that, I thought that was weird when GW did that because they seemed to, you know, they were going very IP heavy years ago, especially with Age Sigma and stuff like that. With Blood Bowl and like, if you've seen the new um, Wolf dudes for uh, Shades Bar and stuff like that, they're kind of they're kind of going fuck IP now. They go back to all the old shit and just they don't care anymore. Bring just making up new stuff. All, all the new shit, that, all the old shit that people used to like, they bring back. Yeah. So I'm surprised that they won't go Snotlings. Let's keep them. People yeah. love Snotlings. Well, I mean, yesterday was it? So it's Saturday, Sunday today. Saturday they released a new Shades Bar wall band or Beast Beast Vault, whatever it's called. New. Um, Goblin Wolf Riders. Wolf Riders, yeah. Fucking yeah, classic the game for models. 30 years. Classic <laughs> yeah, like, models. So, they're going back. I think they're cherry picking what they like. And then they're also going, what what, what needs a refresh and what needs a new? Where's a hole that we can fill? Do you think they're going to do uh, Slan? Yeah. For Blood Bowl. <laughs> I think that they will do a frog team, but it may not be called Slan. Like, fish. Fishman. <laughs> Why not? I mean,. <laughs> They've got, they, they, they're not backing away on other things. I can't remember what it's called, but Necromunda, they've got... S- the squat dudes. Squat dudes. And they've, they've got, got Beastmen in it. Beast, beast dudes with bolt guns. Why not? If, you know, they might not be slam. They might be... Foxborn dudes or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The Foxborn team. But <laughs> I just feel like it's possible. But it, is it a team that they would do? Slan has been on my list to play for a while. Yeah. Like, um, I, I just still, I've got this like thing in me where I'm like, I just can't play elves. I don't want to play elves. Like, fucking elves. Yeah. Um, but so I've been thinking about ball teams I could do. So Slan's one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skaven, I want to give a go. Because I like the rats. Fun. Rats good fun. Yeah, that looks and, fun. And um, I've been playing with, uh, playing around with gutter runners on Blood Bowl Two online. I'm playing in the UK BBL. And I just played played one season, and I'm I'm doing a very because you know UKBBL is just like mental TV because yeah. people play forever. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing a very very trim Skaven team. So we've got like no Rat Ogre. If Lyman die, I just keep him out. Just, yeah, the Rat Ogre is not not optimal, is he? No, I think you keep him out. So every game I'm playing now, I've got I'm about 13, 1400 TV, mm. and I've got two or three blodging gutter runners, one rodging gutter runner. And I've crucially got the plus move. He's now got plus move, sprint and short feet. And he's about to skill up. And I'm, I'm like, shall I give him blodge or shall I even give him catch? So that he's got re-rolls on everything. He's like, also one turner. Um, I mean, ideally he doubles and he gets like two heads and he just goes dot, 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 dot. Oh, yeah. The um, double on the scaling is the glory. It's just, that's it's just great. awesome. But that's what I'm waiting for now. I haven't rolled any doubles and got runners. And I really yeah. want some doubles. Anyway, so, often, the way it does, so awesome. I keep myself down to fourteen hundred, and I play. I keep playing like eighteen, nineteen hundred TV. Like I played a Kemri guy, and I just hire both gut runners. So I just play six gut runners, and just, just every time I get the ball, just score immediately. <laughs> I just go yeah. to, and then just two dice uphill, two dice uphill. At some point, it'll pop, and my rest of the guy get the ball, score immediately yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every single time. And like I beat a Kemri guy five nil because yeah. it was raining and it's so, oh. he was he was so so angry oh, his rage no. and I was like cool well you failed to pick that up again I'll just, I'll just run in with my uh, run in with oh. my extra arms gotta run a star and just pick it up and score <laughs> I've never had many doubles with Skaven Skaven was my first ever team I used them for two years still love using them um, for friendly matches and, and teaching people and uh, 
the first in the league, I did get some doubles, but it was on line rights who were broken. I had an AG to Arla 6, Skaven line rights who leveled up. <laughs> and I was like, he's got a double. So I gave him foul appearance, it was funny. He's just this gross, mangled rat that nobody wanted to punch. And against Rory in the knockouts, it nearly, he rolled a one to knock him down. And he had to get through to score the winner. And he had to re-roll that one. Even though re to score the winner, effectively. Oh, it was so close to being glorious. But uh, yeah, a great seen, team. I've seen a goblin around online who's uh, move five, strength one. <laughs> uh, I think it's agility two. And I think he had minus one everything, armor six and a niggle or something. I was isn't like, it, mate, it's time to retire. Like Niv, it's time to retire. Isn't it Niv the Sad Boy? <laughs> I think his name is Niv the Sad Boy. <laughs> He's kept him around. Anyway, so, we talk, so the last team I thought we'd uh, quickly chat about and then we'll come back and talk about going to Burks because Burks. Mark is the uh, Bretonian, all things Bretonian in the DBL, I'm, right? I'm a minor expert. But the last team I thought we'd talk about is just the balance, like about whether they get positionals as yeah, well. Yeah, so what do you think about what teams haven't been released? I mean, apparently, I mean, t- you know, touch wood, they do do all the teams. You know, they're, they're not going to do Underworld, I don't think. They're not going to do packs. Shame, Underworld is super cool. Think, well, no, yeah, they're, they're, they're a roster you can use, but I don't yeah. think they're going to make a plastic team. Okay. You see what I mean? Well, I think the Underworld is kind of out. I mean, yeah. I, I've got a GW Underworld team. Yeah. Where I just pulled Goblins, pulled Skaven, yeah. and even then, and the Troll, and even then it was like, less than 50 quid. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not awful. It's totally doable. But it's uh, kind of like, it's kind of a sub-side yeah. thing they've done. It's sadly not a kit. Maybe they will. I mean, who knows? I mean, packed and rene- yeah. renegades. Yeah. I mean, that would be an awesome kit. Mutated Goblins would be super cool. Yeah. Like you yeah. Really cool yeah. It's, it's doable, but say that you know, it will. Again, with packs though, you could you can basically do packs nearly. Oh no! You could well, buy humans. You, um, you could buy packs, counters, and packs, yeah. um, turn markers, and then you just could go on board world and buy them all. It's the troll, isn't it? Troll ogre and the minotaur and a bunch of humans. Um, and then those elves around, dark elves, elves about, yeah, uh, scaven around, walks about, scaven about, yeah. It's totally doable. It's so a shame it's not a unified thing. So, yeah, so what they got left is, you don't think they'll do Swarm and Burks. Well, because they have kind of done Burks. They did the Carcass on, yeah. what's it, on Forge World, which I think are a little tongue-in-cheek. We know people play Burks. Here's a human team that you could use as Burks. Bert as, yeah. And I bought them. I bought the Forge World. They're really cool. I, I basically used the breastplates, because um, mm. they got these like super cool, kind of Bretonian-style mm. breastplates. Yeah. Um, and they've got like some quite... They are nice, like um, like uh, sort of posh boy heads with like floppy yeah. heads and stuff. They were, like, they were like steel bright hearts or something, aren't they? And they, they don't foul or they're not allowed to foul. And they've got some sort of side I little. I think rules. that's what they are. Yeah, they're but, not um, to rats. But I didn't. I didn't use the heads. I used the uh, Invictarii Ultramarine Forge World heads. So they're like kind of they're basically Space Marine heads, um, and they've got um, sort of, sort of quite an old school slitted visor for their eyes okay. and then like a massive plume on the heads so okay. it's like um you know like a kind of spartan-esque helmet oh, we're and, um, so yeah they got that sorry i was just pausing quickly but we'll yeah. seamlessly come back in um yeah big plume on the head so they've stuck the heads on for that mm-hmm. and then i've um and then i've used like the standard carcass on human heads for the block so they're the knights for the plumes mm-hmm. and then the standard um carcass on human heads which are kind of like they are quite Bretonian style. Yeah, they look like bucket much. sort of helmets, aren't they? Yeah. They're my blockers, and then um, and then I've converted peasants from um, flagellants. So I've got flagellants um, with a mix of just flagellant heads and like human helmets yeah. and stuff. And like, I've got one dude 
I can't remember what I called him. I can't remember the recall name. I have to look it up and come back in. But he's uh, the flagellant with the blindfold. So he's just a peasant running around blindfolded, like, oh, where's the ball? Uh, yeah, like, run over here! Run over here! Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that's my Burt's team. You can definitely convert a Burt's team. I just don't I think Burt's corn, they're not really games workshop teams. They're side teams that have been made by, well, I can't remember what they're called now, guys who made Blood Bowl 2, um, Cyanide. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they will. I hope they do. But if you think about those two teams not being done, and then the two teams that we just talked about, Underworld and Renegades, that's only 22 teams. And what have they got left to do? I think there's about six or seven left to do. Really? Yeah. It feels like more, doesn't it? For yeah. me, anyway, it feels like more. I mean, well, how many, I'm trying to think how many have been released. I think there's been about 12 teams released, not including Lisbon, so maybe 13, so yeah, maybe 19. And, the, and so they'll probably definitely do vampires. Oh yeah, we're saying potentially not necromantic as well. Who knows? Um, so we don't know about that. Um, but even then, they could release like Fordrol could do wolves, mm. and they're basically there. Like to be honest, yeah. Um, well, I think they did say that they would do they would do a necro team, but it may not be for a while. Um, so they're definitely going to do vamps. I would assume. Um, what else is there to do? Uh, the vampires. Who we think they may add a few more positionals. Uh, they've got that space to do it. Got the ogres who we think they'll do the same for. Got the uh, Amazons. Oh yeah, that's a good point. The Norse, two sort of similar teams. I think, well, opposite teams. Yeah, quite cool to release together. Well, we had that in the DBL South where we had uh, I had the Fabs and um, Nick had the Valkyries, and we were like making a joke. It was like the husbands and wives, like yeah, yeah. fighting each other. Um, and, and actually, in the first game, the, the wives definitely beat up the husbands. <laughs> <laughs> Feels horrendous. Domestic but, abuse in the DBO is yeah, awful. Horrendous. Uh, you've got the Kenry or the Tomb Kings. Oh yeah. You've got the uh, High Elves, which may change. I don't know. That's four elf teams, isn't it? So you almost think that would be late. Too many. Yeah. yeah. You've got the Chaos Dwarfs. Yeah, true. You've got That's the cool. Necromantic. Uh, uh, and there must be one more. Did I say Vamps? You said Vamps. Yeah. So the Vamps. Yeah. Maybe the Slam. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be nine. Yeah, so that could be next year, basically. That could be next year's release. Yeah, another year's bunch of years. And who knows? And then, we see new stuff, we see new stuff, we don't, we don't. But just amazing to even have plastic teams in the first place, really. I know. I mean, they're such, so spoiled for choice. They're such good quality. So cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the GW packs. Because it's funny, actually, some people sort of don't really like this. Because it's, it's this particular style, a particular cartoony style. And I, just, I think that's what Blood Bowl is. Blood Bowl is like a cartoony yeah. game. So the, I think the mummy, the mummy for example, is fantastic. I think it's so cool. He's like cartoony, yeah. running along, yeah. playing his blood bowl mummy, and people are like, oh, but he's running, and mummies don't run. Like, they can, they know. can go for it. Yeah, exactly. He can move five squares. You don't judge him. You can't judge him going for it. <laughs> you know he's going to fall over. I like the lizards as well. Like I think they're, they're pretty cool. I like, think I really the like the look awesome. I really like skinks actually. Some people, some people hate them. Pretty cool. I think people get it in their head. That oh, a skink's supposed to have things in his hands like javelins or blowpipes. So when they see models without those things, they almost look a bit odd. Yeah. And I feel maybe they haven't quite. So what you might do in that situation is just shrink down their heads or something just to make it a little bit more proportionate. Because the moment yeah, they have nothing in their hands, and they've got massive, massive heads, and, and yeah. yeah, it can be a bit, look a bit top heavy. I like them, but they are a bit top heavy. Whereas the Saurus are awesome. I'm, I'm definitely about team. I mean, I've already. Con- 
Oh, I'm already yeah. thinking about DBL 20. I th I'm thinking I might run them in the EC BBL winter lizards because I uh, yeah I'll have a thing, but I'm definitely buying team. Um, oh now me immediately. <laughs> I've, I've got serious blood bowl problems. Oh, and the lizard dice, so we don't even know what they look like yet, do we? Oh, they are. Uh, I believe they're deep marine red and white oh, tur turquoise symbols. Not sure. have, I'm going to look them up straight after. I've seen. I think I've seen them. Yeah. Maybe. I buy most, most <laughs> maybe, of the dice. Maybe I dreamt it. <laughs> most of the dice have been really cool. Like, in terms of their Other than the Wood Elf ones. Oh. Gashington. Awful. Yes. And the Skaven ones you can't read. Uh, <laughs> right. I think that, um, yeah, we'll, we'll take another quick break. And then rather than, because I was going to say earlier, we were like, started talking about Bretts. I was like, oh, we could seamlessly kind of just go into talking about Bretts and that would be really logical. But we didn't. We, we went did. off on another. Off piece. Off piece on a chit chat. So we'll take a quick break and then we'll come Let's back down. and chat about all things Bretonian. Lovely. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Talk Couple Podcast live from the LGT. Hello, Mark. How are you? I thought we were live from Britannia. Uh, oh, yeah. We're live from Britannia we now. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're live, live from Britannia. We made the short trip. Caravan. <laughs> for the lady! <laughs> yeah, for the lady. <laughs> the grail. All that nonsense. So, I kind of wish that the Burts had a, a rule that was like, for the lady of some sort. Oh, like a, a special rule. Like a lady <laughs> inducement. <laughs> that sounds a bit weird. That does sound a bit weird. Oh, but I, it's, it's an inducement I'd want. For the lady. Or a praying inducement. Hey, hey. Well, they all get they all get a six plus regen. <laughs> if they pray. If, if you pray and give up the, the, the coin flip, mm. six plus regen on all your players. Oh, that that that. so good. Well, not the peasants. Obviously not the peasants. Oh, no, just no, no. nice. <laughs> Peasants didn't do that anything. <laughs> so, Britonians, um, I've been using them for. Mate, you love them. Uh, yeah, they love them. Love them to pieces. <laughs> they are using them in the DBL. This is my second year of using them in the DBL. The Paravan Pamplemousse. Yeah, the Paravan Pamplemousse, which is uh, French grapefruit. Is And uh, all the team players are named after fruits. For, for some reason. I don't know what it was. It was probably um, that you were trying to come up with names. I was drunk, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More likely it was either Alex or Rory or someone these coerced guys. you. Coercion. Yeah, I don't know why it happened that way. Um, but they're affectionately called the Meese um, by everybody else. And they are, yeah, two seasons of BBL. Got to quarterfinals last year. Have you taken to many events? Or? I take them I to two events. Yeah. To Warbore and to BKQ. Um, so I've got a bit of experience in different ways of using them. And played loads of friendly games as well, and practice games. Because um, I often find, because I've taken to one event in terms of UKTT, <laughs> and I find that they are horrendously misunderstood, and people think they're tier one, which I just think mental. I think they look think at the they look at the knights and think. I mean, I might be wrong. I mean, only from my limited experience, but I think they look at the knights and go, "Oh my god, they're awesome," and they don't really think about the rest of the team. And um, for those who don't know what the Bretonian roster is, because it's it's NAF official now, but you may never have come across it, some, some people who are listening. It's, um, uh, you can have four Bretonian knights, 
who are movement seven, strength three, agility three, armor eight. They're basically human blitzers. Yep. But they've got block, catch, and dauntless. So they're a bit utility. And they've got agility access. They do. They've got strength. GAP, so general agility and passing. Oh, passing both. Strength access is a double for them, which is part of the problem. Oh, no, and I actually think that's super fun because that, to yeah. me, that's the knights being flamboyant mm. assholes, so they should be like, yes, we will do all the passing, and we will do the catching, and we will be yeah. amazing, and everybody else will watch and applaud. Dodgy, dodgy, <laughs> yeah. run away. Yeah. So they are awesome, the, the speed of them is great. Um, they're much more a running team than a passing team, though. They like to, they don't work if you start passing the ball, really, unless you're in a desperate situation, unless you can start to build one as a passer, like in the league. Um, you you kind of want to roll up, hand off, at that sticky situation and then slingshot yourself 14 squares effectively. Where they fall down is the peasants, slightly. So the peasants <laughs> are... Um, so wait, before you do the peasants, so there's the four knights, then there's the four... Oh, of course, yeah. The four yeomen. So you, the yeomen are, you can look to four. They're effectively human linemen with wrestle. Six, Pretty cool. Three, three, eight. And strength process. And strength. So general and strength, agility and passing on doubles. Now these guys are really, really good backup for the Knights. However, which we'll get into maybe later, when you're building a team, you can't always have what you, what you need. Yeah. It's such an expensive team, you may only have one or two, or you may have to sub out a Knight to have two Yeomen. Um, and the problem is, is that they are they are your all strength three teams need some sort of um, guard access, and yeah. they're your guard access. So, they are. so either you're going to sacrifice the super awesome Knights to get more guard, or you, you know, you've got to make concessions. Yeah. And then the and heroes of the team. My heroes. The, the peasantry. Heroes. Yeah, the, the honey men, I call them. <laughs> um, they're peasants. They are, in, in theory, they could be good. They are good in, en masse, but they just die. They've got a movement six, a movement six, agility um, three. No, sorry, strength three, agility two, which is huge. Armor <laughs> seven. But they have fend. Bend! I like the theory. Bend! The theory is they get, they get pushed away and they don't have to dodge. <laughs> uh, but it's never in practice. This well, just... mass fend is really good. Like That is a Norse build that you, get, you can go for where you can get mass fend on your lineman. Because it's really annoying. It really stalls people. Like um, I played um, uh, the infamous or famous uh, Paul Gegster, who's uh, done his thousandth NAF game this year, which is a ridiculous achievement. Wow. But I played him in the league, um, the ECBBL league this season with my, uh, sorry, last season actually, with my uh, shorts. Mm -hmm. And um, I just couldn't get any momentum because I, I kept not breaking armor, which makes me difference. But every time I'd do a load of blocks, the peasants would fend everybody and the doors wouldn't move forward and then he'd get them all back up and move back in. <laughs> I literally just wasn't getting any momentum, couldn't move forward at all. Um, but as soon, like you said, as soon as you start removing them, <laughs> which <are> normally happens. <laughs> which should happen, yeah. <laughs> then, um, then it becomes yeah. a problem. The moment you hit any mighty blow on them, they just don't, they don't level up, they don't last long enough, they get fired because they get hurt so quickly. Basically they're just fodder, but, but they are 40k, so you can get loads they of them. They are 40k, that's true. But <laughs> you you just have to have them at the start. That's the, that's the issue, you have to have them. And if your knights get hurt or you lose positionals, I mean aren't peasants, then you're in trouble. I, I think they could be armor eight to be honest. In the fluff as well, I think they could be a bit shit, so they're like move yeah. six. Because they move yeah. five or six. Move six. Six. Move six. But they could even be move five. They might move five or six, and then the agility too. But they could yeah. be armor eight. I yeah. Think. Anyway, yeah. Um, they are what they are. They are what they are. Awesome. So that's the team. They, they rerolls are seventy k, which is, uh, I think, part of the issue. They're maybe sixty k. I do think 
the re-rolls are just a bit too I do much. think this is a, this would be a thing I would want to see if they change Blood Bowl where they just go re-rolls 50k for everybody or re-rolls whatever they are for me the moving it around because it seems so arbitrary there are some teams that have really expensive re-rolls you know like, why have they got expensive re-rolls there's just no need for them to be that expensive um, and it, it seems like it a lot of teams teams like Nurgle it must be a reason but I guess it's for like later on in the league when you're 30 games down and you want to buy more re-rolls they're more expensive and you've got to start with more re-rolls but Hopefully, ever runs for that one. No, no, it doesn't. I don't think it makes sense to have one rule for some, one rule for other. You know, because then you look at like, like dwarves have got fifty k. When they're, they're, I think that's really that's undercosted. They should have seventy k, really. Sixty k, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It just doesn't. It seems there's not enough science has gone into it. And elves, elves just shouldn't have rerolls at all. Thirty. Oh, elves. elves shouldn't exist. Ban ah, yes. Elves Ban elves. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Ban yeah. elves, bring in simians. That's why I say. Yes. <laughs> I love all for, all for that. <laughs> God, I hate elves. Um, but yeah, the Burt, so that's the Burt team. Um, what, what do you take for your starting league, then? Because you've done so it yeah, twice now. Done it twice. <laughs> I did, did two different builds. First did season, you? I did the all four, all four knights and then filled the rest of peasants, allowing me to get three re-rolls and an Huh? The apothecary is essential. <laughs> <laughs> like yeomen and peasants will die in droves, but you have to keep the knights alive, and even they will struggle. Um, you get beaten up, you get beaten up. This is how it is. Um, that worked okay, but I did wish I'd had a yeoman to start. Yeah, I think they would have been sacrifice the knight to do that, or sacrifice a reroll. Which is probably worse. I mean, yeah, the free rerolls is so important because they're 140k. You just and yeah, exactly. a knight's 110. So if you lose a knight, you're never going to get another reroll. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're going to go for a knight first. Well, the free rerolls is big. You know, you got you got to have them for them dauntless blocks that fail. Right. Uh, when, like, when they fail. well, when they fail, when you've got a one dicer <laughs> instead of a two dicer and you're like, uh, you know, they they're, they're a team that can really screw people up, but then they're also a team that just they've got to get stuck in to do it. That's the problem because they're effectively they're a little bit like humans in that they're a, a bash team really because they're not quite mobile enough to like yeah. run around people. They they they, they're far, they can do both, but they are really they've got a bash people. A running team and, has got a. And when they start going toe to toe with like orcs and yeah. dwarves yeah. and stuff, and, I mean, what do you do? Like how do you get so orcs are fast enough to keep up with them just about, and you wow. can't really get away. You just get mobbed and beat, have yeah. the shit kicked out of you. So. You've got to um, you've got to play a running game with them really. Um, only desperate situations do you pass the ball. And when you're doing a running game with them, um, you're going to get bogged down, you're going to get stuck, you're going to rely on peasants doing blocks. Do you not ever send like a knight up as a scoring threat? Just, In certain uh, situations, chuck him, chuck him up there and so go, against you and we, I did twice, but uh, you just got to hope that you can retrieve the ball. Um, the best thing you can do, break into cages and just mark stuff. And it can work, or they will die. die. <laughs> The other option is to just pillar defend, but it's too easy for teams just to get stuck in, even with the peasants. It's very rarely that a blitz ends on the last move. Yeah. To hit a peasant, they end up just following up anyway. Um, so, they're an interesting team. I mean, if you've never, ever used them before, I think they're a good fun team to try out. But it is, on paper, it looks good, but it isn't. It's, it's, it's <laughs> because tough. they're all too expensive. Well, too, too to get what you think you could get. Yeah. I think if the team develops, they get better. And the moment you start adding dodge to uh, the knights, which is easy with, with, with agility, they get it, and they're going to scale up fast. Yeah, they, they become different things. You want to probably have two blodges, and then you want to start thinking about knights getting tackled. Um, Frenzy! If, 
Frenzy's good. Good shout. Jump up's really good for him. Movement seven. Through. Being able to get up and hit stuff with Dauntless. Yeah. It's good. They can just jump up and smash a black hole. And that mobility as well. They can just get up and run away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the dream of being agility four night. Brave Sir Robert. Four, bravely four. running away. Yeah. <laughs> or a strength four night like I did have last year, but you can't rely on things like that. No. So, a couple, couple with Blodge. With a tackler, maybe with strip ball. Jump up's always good on one of the blodges. Um, side steps good on them as well. Um, would you ever build like a thrower to set back? The, the fourth one, I think you would do. Um, sure hands, pass, accurate. Yeah, sure hands is a, a decent skill for him as well. It's just you, you need the dodge in a, in a short league. Yeah. It's just so many opportunities. You're only going to get a couple, two or three skills in each. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, a pass is a good shout. You can get um, accurate. You can get pass on the as well so you can definitely build one sure hands um, and then they've all got catch and you almost get crazy almost elf team but and diving, diving catch yeah. that's on twos why not why not well I did um, we'll go into it in a bit in a little bit the tournament thing I did Dolphar with his Hail Mary and the diving catch night and it actually worked a couple of times mm. you just get get Dolphar run the night up and just pass it near him yeah. and dive and catch got yeah. it yeah. <laughs> pluck it out of the air yeah um they are a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. They're very, very rewarding. Um, but they're not as nails as most people think. I don't think everybody thinks they're broken. And well, they're that, really not. That lends neatly into the tournament thing, really. I just, I just don't... The, pro, the problem I see is, I think, I think I've seen some tournament packs where they probably could be tier one. Mm. But particularly the, uh, the World Cup one, they just get absolutely shafted. Because they, the day one bit where they can only get three skills... They're yeah. so far behind, even like tier two and three teams. Because oh, I, yeah. I, I play in the TC and I played, I think on the first the first two games, I played maybe, I think they played Norse and uh, oh, Pro Elves, and Pro Elves, and they, and like Pro Elves in tier two, Norse in tier one, and I was just, I was just absolutely butt Like, yeah. I had, I think I had one blodging knight, or maybe two blodging knights and one guard, and something like that, and it's just it's not enough. Like, it's going to have no. anywhere near enough to do anything. Um, so, you know, it's, I'll, I, all my events I always make in tier two um, yeah. because I think yeah. them and humans. I think uh, that they about are. That sort of they're not. They're not. They're not as bad as say Nerd or they're not as bad as say Underworld or something. But they're definitely not as good as Dark Elves. No. Not well, you just can't because you can't get enough stuff. No. Like, no you've got four stars that do stuff. Four knights. The Omen are all right, um, and then you've got a team of rubbish. Um, I'd rather have Rotters, honestly. Yeah. Nurgle's <laughs> my other team, so I have Nurgle and. and Brett's my only real teams now. Um, I'd rather have Rotters. <laughs> Rotters are OP. Well, yeah, I know. That's I mean, I'd rather have them. I mean getting, to, getting to roll two casualties on them is like, it's very, almost unique. Only, it's, it's just such a gift to your opponent. Only two Guardians have that as well. So. <laughs> well, yeah. Awesome. I'd rather than Rotters had it, not them. <laughs> Jesus. No, I, I, just think, I just think Rotters, I, in my experience with Nurgle, Rotters are just, they're better chaff. They're the same price. I'd rather have a Rotter. Yeah, he's only moving five. Because they're armor eight, aren't they? Armor eight, and they've got AG three. OP. People bend. don't really realise. <laughs> They'd be like, focus on the best and the little roll run in and pick the ball up and score. <laughs> and it blows their minds. How did this happen? Anyway, that's a different team. But yeah, I think I think Brett's. Uh, I think the roster I started with this year is much better. Oh yeah, you three can nights, say that. Three nights instead. Uh, two yeomen and build the rest with peasants. Still only eleven. Yeah. A real issue, you need about 13 players, really. Um, it's a guy, um, <laughs> three rerolls and apo. It seems to have worked a little bit better. Just 
I mean, in five plays of AG3, I mean, the running game was a bit slower. Um, and then basically the next night, game three, I think. Um, I've been lucky this year, nobody's really died other than Wizards. Sacked four. Okay, no one cares about Two players have died. I have actually had a yeoman die. <laughs> I think I've had five deaths overall. Probably That's quite a lot. Getting up there at the top, I think I'm like minus 10 casualties. So I've been super lucky with the Norse. I've not had any die, any die. Um, yeah. And you think with Norse, you know, I got, I've, I've exploded on a couple of games, but not actually had any die. So. The older, the older die, blood older die, just lineman die, needlessly. Uh, it definitely <laughs> applies to Brett's. That's for sure. So, um, cool. So yeah, so two tournaments taken to. Do you take any stars from those tournaments? So I took went to Warbore or Spring Warbore, I think, or maybe it was the Autumn one last year. I had a really bad, like, awful time. There were tier one in that. And I took <laughs> Dolphar. So I think Dolphar's were really good It's cool that you get the, they get the Wood Elf. Yeah. Then, it'd be good if they got, like, Sidewinder and some, some of the oh, other, other Elf stars. Yeah. I don't know why Eldrill's such a funny one. Uh, who knows? But not Eldrill, sorry. Dolphar. Dolphar. Um, but he's a great little player for him because it means you can keep the Knights forward doing what they should be doing, causing havoc, running through the gaps. And he can be your guy at the back who gets the ball. And he's got kick as well. Uh, which is excellent on the fence. Yeah. Uh, which the, and it gives you a skill that you normally have to give to a yeoman and if you're tier one you've only you got never four win. skills, yeah. you can't do it. So kick, kick off the turn, he's got pass block which can be good against elves. Um, if he survives, of course. And he's Hail Mary. Seven. And Hail Mary for that crazy play. And it, it just, if you're careful, it works like you found it. It does work. Yeah, I think it does. I, I found that a couple of times where you run in grab the ball in the tackle zone so you're an elf on the three mm. and then two pass check anywhere check it away <laughs> yeah exactly um, you know, in defence against like a bash team you, you will always I think the Brett's have an opportunity to pop the ball just because of the way they are the amount of block wrestle tackle that you can get on them you can have an opportunity you may get the ball down or you, or someone's going to have to dodge away <laughs> and then you run in catch ball check it and a dog pass <laughs> there two up two up dodge or something whatever he needs to do just duck like Hail Mary passed the ball down the Somewhere, other end. yeah. <laughs> you know, unless they've got goblins, if they're all sort of something speedy, they're never going to get it back. Because that's what I'm saying. It's a foot race. I, I, yeah, I would always keep, try and keep a knight halfway line plus. And either they've got to, your opponent's got to think about marking him or keeping yeah. someone back, or like they don't, and then you just chuck it up, knight runs. <laughs> it, yeah, definitely doable. I mean, as long as you're not too many players yeah. down, you can leave people up. But you'll find with Brett's, they'll, you go in so much into cages, into, into hell holes, yeah, trying, to, trying to stop. <laughs> Well, it's that, but you try and stop it, but then all that can happen is a few decent blocks and you're completely out of position. Yeah. And you've got nobody in defence. <laughs> um, it's a lot, surprisingly. More than you think. More than you think. So, yeah, War Ball was, didn't go very well. I lost two. I lost to, what's his name? Griff. Griff got Griffed in one of the games. Ah. Griff Overwall, Griff. Love, love a bit of Griff. I, I, I won my first War Ball I went to with Griff. Yeah. Well, cool. I think Griff is a good shout for that as well. Yeah, I wonder about Griff, I think. But then you really struggle to fit in you really any need of the Knights. It would have to be either a 1200 TV or uh, a Lao Stars in your 11. Or both. <laughs> or both. Um, or both. Because so. yeah. you probably want three Knights, Griff, a couple of Yeomen, and then a bit of the Peasants. 
Um, and out of the 12 players, you might only get two rerolls. I don't know, I can't do the maths that quickly in my head, but you wouldn't get very much. I found Griff, I think Griff is, I'd like to try it, but I think he's better with humans because you get the ogre, so you have the ogre to pivot around. Yeah. I know Griff carry, carries ball and the ogre beats shit out of people and you get, get two or three blitzers and it's just a bit better. But I do want to, really do want to try the Zug Rats, which is, which will basically be like a sort of turbo human team. Like I'd, I'd try and get, I'd probably get Zug Hopefully three blitzers. You know, you know. With me anyway, I'm very yeah. re-roll light. I'm happy to play like that. So yeah. I'd probably just get the one re-roll and a leader or something. Yeah, leader's um, a good skill for reps, I think, in tournaments. And then um, I, re- I think I could probably get three blitzers, probably two yeoman, peasants, zug, and then um, you have your two guarders, yeah. your one leader, twelve players, and then probably like a blodge knight or tackle knight, something, something like that. And then <laughs> and then pivot around zug. It'd be really good. Yeah. Like, like humans, turbo humans. No, I think it's a really good. I'd use, he's a good inducement for Bretts. Normally, if I'm going to induce a star, it's either Zug or Dolpha. That's about it, really. They don't have many stars. Griff's just so expensive. If you're that far down, you're screwed. That's Same with humans, though. You don't really induce anyone other than Griff, Griff, Griff and Zug. Um, and they don't get Dolpha. So. No, Dolpha's Zug is 150k, which is definitely a uh, difference in the yeah, DL that you would achieve. Uh, I used him in every game in the knockouts. Really? Yeah, every single game I was that far down. I just, it was just great, absolutely great. I mean, he can get hit and die, you know, but a lot of people don't focus their attention on him. He sits at the back doing his thing, they can't get to him. So you've got to be clever with him because he's not going to survive. <laughs> but if he's, well, he's got no defensive skills at all. No, he's staging. Oh, I'm, I'm a seven, you know, he's hit, he's hit. Um, of course, it's always a two up dodge to get away, but. You're always one away from killing himself. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's just blood bowl, isn't it? That's a blood bowl happens. Blood bowl. Yeah. No, definitely. Those two, those two players, those two stars are great. Yeah, I've tried Willow once. <laughs> Op. Op Willow. I, know. I, I don't think. I don't think you can take uh, Willow and Bratz. It's too Op. It's too Op. There's no way that the game just, survives. Just, yeah, you may as well just not even bother playing. You know you're gonna win. Yeah. I reckon we should get Phil to take your Pample. With Willow to an event, and he'd win oh. it. Oh, immediately. Mean, yeah, I mean, he just, just roll one dice and just <laughs> delete the team. They're, yeah, they're a very silly team. And you could give yeah. uh, all four knights sidestep as well, so you'd have five sidesteppers. <laughs> How great would that be? Give all the yeoman thick skull. <laughs> is that a strength skill? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, you could. You have yeoman with thick skull. <laughs> it's, dr- it's the dream. What else did you want? <laughs> In life. <laughs> But no, it didn't do too well at the War Ball yeah, 1, yeah, but uh, I did get diced quite badly, especially by Griff. Um, and then you, what was the second event you took him to? PKQs in July? Yeah, in July. Oh, I remember that, yeah, yeah. Uh, did well, that was the infamous, uh, you got Phil Guns, so apoplectically drunk that I think he basically died and was reincarnated on the Sunday. <laughs> didn't come didn't come back for days. <laughs> like, Gagster was staying with him and he came and he was like, yeah, he, he won't be in. <laughs> like, he's, he's, I checked that he was, I checked his pulse. I think he's still alive. Hold a, hold a mirror in front of his face, see if he was still breathing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll have to make it Easter Sunday. Memorial of Phil Guns. In July now. But yeah, what, what was the bill for that? Did you take any stars? So he took Dolphar again, actually, but it was a bit different. I think it was 1,200. TV and the Burt's went tier one, they were tier two. I think just give him a little bit more. I think we had, I think we had tackle knight, two dodge knights. 
definitely had a guard player and we had a leader yeoman. So we had the guard yeoman, leader yeoman. Three rerolls, Apo, 13 players. Nice. So just a little bit extra. Um, got a bit lucky in some of the games. We ended up winning four, losing two. Yeah, gonna, um, gonna, lost to an yeah. amazing guy from uh, New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Sad to come over his name, absolute hero. He seemed cold. He was not drinking and by the fourth game in the sun. Absolutely. Battered. <laughs> <laughs> he just, just took all my bets. Um, you like, what, what's happening? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the party. The party was great. So the gates to destroy me in the morning on the Sunday. Which is fair enough. Great game, though. 3, three nil, but it was a great game. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, won the last one. And it, it worked quite well. They just did defence. Monday, get some dodge on the We're always a couple of three up dodges away from a decent position. It's all right. I was quite surprised. Um, the, the only good time you've ever had with Burks? I think so. Uh, <laughs> cool, it's up there. No, no, I, 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 I batted them a lot. I really struggled to I I learn how to use them. Going from a bash, no, yeah, bash background, using yeah. walks. Nurgle. Nurgle for years. I'm talking two solid years of Nurgle. Uh, and you're going back to Nurgle next year? Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. I love them to pieces. I mean, I like the undead. It's all sin. It's going to be a bash team. Uh, but... Uh, Switching to a team like that. Yeah. And then playing your first game and going, oh, I've only got six players in the second half. What's going on? Yeah. This is terrible. Well, you know if you're kicking, you're going to lose three, uh, three peasants straight away. Immediately, yeah. Um, Same with Norse. It's like with Norse, I'm like, I really, really need to receive. So I don't yeah. lose half my team immediately. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dying quietly. Right. Yes, I'm just back from uh, quietly dying. I've choked up half a lung. I've swallowed some popcorn. He's been, he's right been uh, coughing guts up, constipating. And we've now got beers. Having a bad weekend. So uh, we're, but we're good to go now. But it's got the beers. Not even 11 o'clock. I'm getting boozy. <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> um, so what are we going to say about what I would take? So Brett, yeah, well, you've obviously used them a little bit, but what do you do in the league? Would you... The same thing in a league. Like I tend to. Well, it's interesting. I whenever I do leagues, I acknowledge the fact that you need an apo for a lot of teams. Like for example, uh, the Norse I need an apo early on. But I never tend to take it game one. I take the risk of game one, and I go all the rerolls are one, all the players are one. Try and save 20, 30k if I do, and then game two have an apo. That's the way I tend to do it. And risk. Fair enough. Yeah. Particularly, for example, ECBBL now have a rule where you can re-rack after game one. Only after game one, but if your whole team dies after game one, you're allowed to re-rack back to zero and play right. for game two. And that's something they've introduced. Because like in the ECBL, there have been several players who've almost just given up on the whole league. Because they play so often anyway. They'll have game one where they're like, three players will die. And they'll be like, well, then I'm fine to play. So they've brought that in for that reason. And it has worked. A couple of guys use it to like, re-rack. But, um, so particularly in ECBL, it's like that. Sounds, sounds weak to me. <laughs> well, I, I probably wouldn't, because even... Even if you've got some SPP and stuff, it's better off to play. Like I played first ECBBL game I played. Yeah. Uh, I my warrior died game one, yeah. and then my miner went absolutely eight shit, and I carried on. My miner ended up on twenty two casualties over eight games. Something nuts. It's like a, it's a bit of a knee jerk reaction. You never know what's happening in Blood Bowl or in the league. And from my experience, people who do get hurt or battered early on, they get to play the inducement game, and that's quite a lot of fun. Yeah. Some people struggle with the inducement game because they don't really understand it. I don't know why, but 
you're a Wood Elf team and you get battered and you've got 300k spare, yeah, you've got to get a few line journey elves, right? But you could probably get, what's his name? Jordel Fresh Breeze. That sounds like fun. It does. You know? Game game two of him against the unskilled opposition in game two, maybe they get one skill. Opens it up, right? That's true. I, I, don't, I, I always, I think it's a bit silly. If you're going to join a league, you just got to take it on the chin. Take it on the chin. But yeah, I think I've just sort of just roughly worked it out. I think um, I think last I did work out a Brett League team because we were going to do a Magic Manhouse League that hasn't taken off. And I think I think you can get three re rolls. Might, might have been two re rolls. I think it might have been two re rolls, four yeomen, three knights, yeah, peasants, sense. no, no apo, no and then a little bit left, and then I. And then I go Apo first, and then a night bit later on. I think it was something like that because then you've got all of your guarders and stuff straight up off the bat, and I think three nights is enough initially. Well, no guard off the bat. You've got the rest of no, but then, but then you're going to go in for that, and you've got all the sacking straight away, and then you're getting guard quickly. So yeah, I think that's what I do. The, the, the three nights for Yeoman. I think that fits two re rolls. Yeah, no, I think it does. It's three three thirty. And for me, two re rolls is fine. Like the way I play, I'm quite re roll. Yeah. So I'm doing that at DBL at the moment. I started with two re-rolls with the Norse, and I've just got a third now, but it's been fine. Like, yeah, two's normally enough. Depends on the team you play. Like, yeah. so. you'll, you'll need more, if your team starts to die with Brent, if they start to suffer, you need more re-rolls. Um, they're not suffering. They don't usually use them all. Um, there's the odd Dauntless block. So learn very early on. If you do roll a one, or you fail your Dauntless, always have the assist to at least make it a one dice and then you re <laughs> roll the one dice in, yeah. rather than re roll the Dauntless. And you're always able to roll another one. Yeah. Um, that's a tip, top tip for Brett's. You'll always roll another one. Don't use Dauntless like you use Dauntless constantly. Use Dauntless loosely every now and then when you've got to, um, when there's no other option. But, uh, but yeah, that's what I do for a league. Like I said, we talked a bit about my tournament builds. I think I think I will take the Zug build to an event at some point. Um, but I still don't have a, a Zug model. Like I use my whole Kogan model in my human team. So maybe I'll maybe I'll paint up a Bretonian themed Zug, like a kind of posh posh Zug. There is a uh, so I've got the Grebo team, uh, which are beautiful models. There is a like a lion heart model, I like, think supposed to be used as big as a griff, but you could use it as a sub as well. Um, All right, so I've got my converted Carcassonne team, so maybe I'll just buy that one Grebo mod. I'm pretty good. Shipping's quite expensive, isn't it? Yeah, you can need Grebo tack it onto something. Tack some stuff on. I'm very tempted to get the uh, the Kislev team or the Slan team they're doing. We'll see. Well, if you do that, maybe yeah. I'll tack If they're them. available, yeah. If they're available, so a Kickstarter. They're a great team, um, great little models as well. They're very much. Uh, I, I, I'm sure people listening have seen them, but if you haven't, they've almost been designed to look like they were made in like the 80s. <laughs> Are they like old, really old, old school, like early 90s? They don't. They don't look old school. They just. They're just like that classic, quite flat pose. They almost you know, could stand next to the old games workshop <laughs> models yeah, of no. old. I mean, um, I. I love that style. I picked up an old third ed human team to be my because I've got the um, new GW team. My pink, my pink uh, love cannons that I've used for years, and they are starting to. The annoying thing about the that human team is everything's very like three dimensional and like got sharp edges. So like all my blitzers now are basically got broken fingers. Just just putting it in a in a foam case, they've all got like broken you know the head bits. They're all just snapping the little plastic bits off. It's really annoying. Um, so I want to get a new human team and like paint it up and 
go for it. I think I'm going to try out the contrast paint today. There's a couple of teams going to do like those contrast experiment teams and use it. Yeah, like Simeon, for example, I've just finally got a delivery of the Black Templar paint that's been out of stock for, for freaking years. So yeah, I'm going to um, going to use that black contrast in the Simians, and um, and I think the contrast paint so far works really well on fur. Like I tried it out on the. Uh, well, and, you know, we can like seamlessly go into the tour of Hobby Harim now. Oh. We'll do that as a wrap up, yeah. uh, which we like to the end of the event. So, what hobby we're doing. So, um, so, yeah, I painted up the Norse and they used the um, the Seigel Brown. And, and on the fur, contrast works amazingly because it's got all those raised yeah, bits. Yeah, the, the more texture the model has, the better it looks. Yeah. I think it looks better on fantasy models, bomb models, less so good on big flat tanks and space marines. So now that Black Templar has been out of stock for bloody ages everywhere, it's finally arrived. I can do the Simians and I'll start paying them up. A lot of people are like, oh, contrast, they either hate it, love it, love it or hate it. But I think, I think it's a great tool if you want to paint quickly and then you can always go back and add some more highlights on. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a good base start. Yeah, it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not as easy as it's made out to be. It's not, it's not as hard as it's made out to be. No, and I really like the uh, contrast spray because it provides a really smooth finish. We were talking about that before, like Phil started using it, but I've, I've sprayed all my Norse up with it. And then for example, my Yeti, because I just want to get three colors and base for the start of DBL. My Yeti, I just painted gray to start with. So I'm going to go back. I'm actually going to go back on the Yeti and use some like, potentially some blue glazes over the gray and maybe blue contrast, give that a go. But initially just painting gray straight over the contrast because it's such a smooth uh, coat. Just a, just a normal like gray base paint. And it just has naturally shaded a little bit and looks like I've done little bit of something that's not even a contrast paint just because of that smooth surface so i think um that is a really good product like it's the only gw spray i'd say because most most of you just go and buy a can of brown spray from Alpha's. Alpha's. It's absolutely yeah. fine. but these the contrast ones are worth yeah. actually worth buying there are spray can there's there are i think it's plastic coat uh that, that make a very similar product plastic well, like coat a spray one. yeah they make it's, it's almost like a vinyl it's like, it almost makes it give it gives it a vinyl finish really flat um it's very much like that because the old, because the old GW sprays almost gave like a like textured furry finish. Textured matte, doesn't um, it? Yeah. yeah, very cheap, yeah, cheap spray paints. Basically, these are a bit more uh, higher quality yeah. spray paints. And I've been, I've been really impressed with that. Yeah, so I think that's going to be next for me, the Simians. Um, I'm actually going to paint them. I need to paint my DBL team. I'm not going to get. I, I didn't realise the deadline was uh, draft night too. Yes. I thought it was like Christmas or something, so I had in my head, oh, I'll get them done by them. So I went, I just don't think I have them done by Draft Night 2. I'll give it a go, but I want to do um, non-metallic gold. It's going to take a while. Wow. There's not a lot of it, but it's going to take a while. And then, um, and I haven't even done like the flesh yet. The flesh will take me like, a week. The flesh is, yeah. I mean, with the Norse, if I, do all the, if I could get all the flesh done and the non-metallic gold and a few yeah, other bits, I think they'd, they'd be done enough. I'd be happy to enter them into the painting. I'd spent ages on the flesh and like kind of doing them kind of gold, uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it's because where, where are we now? Yeah, I mean, we've got, we've got six weeks, maybe. I'm away for three weeks, so I could take them away. But, so. Yeah, so I've got to do them. Um, and then I'm kind of looking to the new year really in terms of um, what because I've got to decide for DBL 20 what we take, and um, I want to take a probably take a competitive team again. And I just keep thinking, chorfs are like my spirit animal team. I'm, I'm well, I am really good with chores. We were like, talking I yesterday. If, I know you, if you win the DBL, you said you're going to take halflings. Yeah, no, you heard it at first. Genuinely, if I win the DBL this year, I will take halflings. Or a stunty team. But probably halflings. Um, but yeah, and, and again, with the chores, like I'm looking at 
if GW released a team, that'd be cool. But Choi is also doing, with Exit 23 Games, is doing a really cool Choi team, which I probably would buy. It'll probably be, I mean, like, if you think about the release strategy this year or the release schedule, probably have another three teams. Yeah, so it could be one of those. Could be one of those. Yeah, we were, we were talking about it earlier, there's nine left, so good, good chance. So I'll do that, and then I'm thinking um, potentially Lizards for ECBBL first thing in the new year, so I might pick up the yeah. and then do a really quick and cheerful contrast, because yeah. I think that worked really well, bright colour contrast paints, Lizards, with, and I might do something crazy like all different colour skinks and stuff like that, and just tie yes. them together with the basing or something like that. Yeah, I'm definitely thinking about ECBBL for winter. Yeah, can join Winter League, is it Winter League? One that starts uh, in January? Spring, so you do autumn and spring, so is what they call it, it's a, DB, right. it's a mini ECBBL so spring. spring. But just take goblins, just take Yay! the wafers, Woo! just take the wafers, and just cause havoc. Yeah. Um, I think you should. Um, what about hobby? Doing any hobby? Hobby. So I've just finished an undead team. That's going to be hard. Uh, the Ward Vine Murder Society. Okay. The nice. MMS, <laughs> a, cha a charitable uh, society, society uh, giving blood bowl to those who up. passed away in the Mordheim disaster. Uh, That's a good team. I like it. Why? Um, bright orange and blue. It's a quite striking scheme, but they're taking me months. It's just because you need lots of zombies, you need all this, you want to paint all the skeletons, you want to paint you know, all the ghouls you've got four. Ended up being basically 20 models, plus all the extras. It's, so it's taking me months. So you were thinking about them maybe for the next DBL? Maybe for DBL, another bash team, or back to the um, And um, now starting on the Huffins. Gorgetown Gannets. <laughs> Gorgetown Gannets. I like that. Bit of a dark scheme, kind of dark green, dark green and camo. Camo green. Uh, silver trim. Just big fatties. See if the big trees come out. If they come out, finish them off. But uh, also looking forward to Shakespeare, or Underworlds as it should be called now. I want to call it Beast Vein. Beast Grave. Beast Grave. Beast Grave. That's what it's called. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a sucker for Beastmen, so. Uh, yeah, they're horny boys all over them. Um, so no doubt I'll be painting them. I do want to do a pin one of the new GW Harping teams. I think they're one of the best GW teams for painting. They seem to have a lot of nice detail. Not too much, but like enough nice detail to paint. There's been some great uh, DBL teams painting already. I think uh, a lot of, so I'm really into, I'm a designer. There's um, trade and his job and I've done product design. Um, and you look at like, so you get tanks, they're just beautiful the games which you make. And you get the gash and you get Barrymen and all these massive models that look amazing. And yes, the half things are small, but I think they're some of the best things sculpts have ever done. Yeah, I think so. Like plastic model wise, they are above and beyond anything they've done for Blood Bowl. Um, and six, like if you buy them from a third party, yeah, 16 quid for a for 12 for awesome half things. Half things. Oh, yeah. I think they're great. You can use them in anything. You can use them in uh, Imperial Guard Army. You can use them in anything. You can just well, I've seen some awesome. Uh, Age of Sigma halfling armies. There's two or three out there now. So, wow. one I've seen that was converted for Gits, so like just basically goblin army of halflings, and then um, oh, okay, right, right. and then a free peoples. So they so you see like so they convert them to ride um, the uh, little griffhounds instead of streaks. There's little griffhound riders riding around. Yes. Um, and I'd love to do like maybe a like what's the like Warcry esque or like Mordheim kind of little band of halflings. Like they see himself doing that hobby wise and like having a little bit of town rider and like you know, things like that I think it'd be really cool um, yeah I think it's great great conversion they're great models there's a lot more uh, choice in them than normal because they've got 
actually four sprues in there, um, unlike the other, other teams where it's only like one duplicated, it's actually four sprues. Um, and the amount of space they've got, there's so many quality little bits in there, there's so many little pans and heads and oh, there's bloody uh, ferrets coming out of trousers. Pasties, pasty balls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just tongue-in-cheek silliness, right? That's what Blood Bowl's about. That's why it's the best game gonna, in the world. I was going to say, actually, that neatly brings me uh, last bit of hobby that I forgot to talk about, and it'll bring us on to an event I'm planning to run at the end of the year called Crimbol. 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 And uh, the hobby I'm going to do for it is um, a Christmas ogre team, basically, where I'm going to uh, convert a Santa. He's, he's basically the Grom Brindle White Dwarf Space Marine dude. And yep. I'm just going to paint him in like red armor and then have him sitting on some crazy contraption death roller thing. And he's going to be like the ogre <laughs> captain Santa. And we're going to have some special rules for using him in the event. Watch this space. Uh, and then I'm going to do five snowmen where I'm just basically going to buy a massive tub of milliput and make the snowmen. Like, and then use like, I'm planning to use ogre arms as like their arms. And then um, basically going to sculpt the faces around orc heads. So we're going to have like right. big roaring orc mouths, but then like a snowman face around it. Yeah, it'd be super funny. Like Nightmare Before Christmas. Please Filmo. Filmo's good. Yeah. Uh, buy some white Filmo, roll it in balls and bake it. Yeah. Stick them together. Too easy. Done. Exactly. <laughs> uh, super cheap team. Uh, and then I bought a load of like um, evil presents off uh, eBay. I don't, I don't know where they're from, but there's just 20 little, they're basically presents with legs, arms, and they're all holding up weapons of some description. So they'll be my stoppings. Um, and again, I'm, they're going to be used within the Grimbol rules. I'll, I'll paint them all up for the event. And, and I'll tell you how they're going to be used. But yeah, the idea about Crimbol is non-NAF, just a silly event. Like, come, come down um, for a Saturday and we'll play three games of Blood Bowl. And we're going to have some sort of card pack system. So I'm going to do like a pack of cards for every player. And then at the beginning of every turn, it's, I don't want it to be too long. Like, but we're going to play three games over the school states. So you're going to have like three hours per round. But essentially at the beginning of every turn, you're going to turn over a card. And it'll essentially be some sort of random event will occur. All the way from like, you know, or it might be a heartwarming, you know, seasonal poem, message. Poem, yeah, it might be something like that. Or like, you get a free mince pie up to like, you know, you get maybe a free go for it this turn. All the way up to Santa comes to your pitch and gets involved in your games. And we, you'll, we'll release rules how it's going to work. There's going to be one Santa flying around the event getting involved in games when you on turn over Santa cards. On his sleigh. And actually, someone else mentioned maybe we should have a Grinch model as well. Like, have a Santa and the Grinch. <laughs> and either you get Santa or you get the Grinch. Which could be fun. Well, your opponent but, gets the Grinch. So I'll have to look it up. <laughs> and, and also the presents. One of the cards will be a present joined to your pit. So you get a crazy little present running around. It's basically going to be a snotling. Probably like a snotling with disturbing presents or something. Or so it just runs around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Bobbing. I was thinking about that. You could have, you could say he's got some sort of secret weapon. So it could be like, he runs around, he's got disturbing presents. So maybe you could detonate him at some point. And oh. then he just explodes like a bomb and then you remove him. Like, that could just be hilarious. <laughs> or maybe, yeah. maybe not not as OP, so it might be that he detonates and it's like the the square he's on takes, knocks over on a five pass and else in a six or something, so it's not it's not like a, a bomb, but you slightly blitz, worse. You blitz into a player and he blows up and that yeah. player takes an armor roll minus three or something. Yeah, something like that. Just destroyed. <laughs> so I think that could be funny. Um, but we'll, we'll cover rules. So that, I'm going to paint up all 20 and we'll have up 20 players and one of your cards is going to be, yay, the present comes. Yeah. And then if Santa comes to your pitch, he can throw the present. So like the the, the present have right stuff. So I'll have a throw teammate. I'll come on and go here. Presents for everybody. It's throw like a, <laughs> an exploding present. 
So that's the idea of Crimble. It's going to be a crazy, silly, you know, come and if we get even get like 10 guys, it'll be fine. Like, that's where everyone's come and play. And it's, it's looking like the 30th of November, but I'll, I'll lock it in with Magic Madhouse so like before Christmas properly gets set up. And um, we'll do that. Cool. I think that just about, uh, about rounds up the episode. We've talked, like, talked a lot of random shit, haven't we? Talked about Burks and how awesome they are. Talked about the LGT and how much improved it is, which yeah, is Yeah, a lot of fun. And, um, and then talked a bit of Hobby Harim. So. And speculated on oh, yeah. teams that may or may not be coming. Who knows? Who knows? Well, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, thanks for coming on, Mark. Cheers, Tom. Thank you. And we'll uh, see, see you soon. Eat. Bye.